that. You're tr- you're trying to not laugh. The whole point is to start with a laugh. <laughs> but I got you to laugh. <laughs> Whatever. My laugh is not as fun. Whatever. Oh, welcome to Embracing the Wild. I am Abby Pagoon. And I'm Audra Watley. And this is Miko. <laughs> not that you can Silent. see Silent, no. But we can see her. Okay, so I, I've decided to show you this funny TikTok that my husband sent me yesterday, which I think is hilarious. And you're just going to have to watch it. Let's see if we can get it going. And I hope this comes out right because, oh, I should say a period, right? It, oh, oh, I, it, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, breathe deep. Okay. <laughs> what does that say? Wait a minute. I'll, I'll read it. Okay. What is it? it? Say, wait a minute. I read it. Okay. Who read it? Okay. Is she answering me? Is she talking back to me? No, that's you. Is that me? What am I doing? I'm trying the microphone. And I hope that... (laughs) Thoughts. Thoughts, concerns. Like, all the things. I can totally see my mom doing that. Like, this is just one big giant run-on sentence. How do I make it put a period... Wait, it put a period. Why did it put a period? Oh, I said period. Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, and then, of course, like, my... Now, I have always used the speaker. You know the speaker? When they came out and they were doing, like, the... Um, what was it? No, no contact. Like, keep your phone... Like, before they made it legal to say that you couldn't hold your phone while you were um, doing the things... Do you remember that when they like they came out with laws saying like you you the hands on right the hands on yes. thing and I can't remember the name of the way they promoted it but they kept you know having the speaker that you could get in your car that would Bluetooth connect mm. and so every single time that I you know would be in the car. And then if you, like, someone would text me and it would read it aloud, and then I would respond back. I'd push the button to respond back. And I could say something like, down the street, see you soon. And it would come up like, orangutan elephants. (laughs) Go bowling. And, like, like it doesn't recognize my voice. Yes. And so, like, so I would constantly get all these weird messages that would come up. But instead of, like, deleting it and then, like, doing it again, Uh I just would send them. Yeah. And then it became, like, a funny thing that I would do to people (laughs) that I would just send them, like, random words that the speaker, and then once I got to my destination, I would text them what I meant to say. Yes. So that they could see how deranged. supposed to be. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, autocorrect, or voice whatever, or whatever it is. But no, somebody sent me a message. They were trying to say something like... I don't know. It had to do with like at the red light, be there in a minute. And it said something about bananas. <laughs> okay. And we were like, okay. Have you noticed that autocorrect's been acting like weird? Like it's not recognizing real words. Hmm. Like, so like I have, I have typed in a word specifically that I know is a word and it's not one of my made up ones. And it was like, it was fully 
a word, spelled it correctly and everything, and it would still highlight it red like it didn't recognize it, and it was having issues. And so it was so funny because it would like, it, I've noticed that autocorrect is starting to do that. I even like, poor Rudy, the other day, my husband, he, you know, he, like, I was texting him and I was like, okay, love you, like, love you, like, um, and I think I was, I, I was, was trying to type honey. And so I was like, love you, honey. And instead, what I got was, love you, Kirby. <laughs> and I was like, who he's the like, fuck is Kirby? Who's Kirby? Well, no. Except, so then, of course, that night, he's like, that messed with my head really bad. Like, or whatever. So then the, ne- but then the next morning, he's like, love you, Kirby. And I'm like, who the fuck is Kirby? I'm like, I don't even know a Kirby. And I don't even know anyone that name- has named their child Kirby. Like, not on purpose. No, I think that's a cartoon <laughs> character, isn't it? And from no Pokemon idea. or something? I don't even know. I would only know that because of the my my six year old. But yeah. it's just I, that was I really don't know. Um there's so many things like I, I realized today I was saying something and, and it really occurred to me, I was like, Oh, hey, you know, that is totally something that only our generation would get. Yeah. Right. It's like Hmm. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and my, my thing with that is the reason why I thought it was so interesting was because, you know, the sweet, the, the sweet old lady just this is, is what trying. like when the puppy is licking your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love you too. It's fine. But like, it's funny because it's like, hey, a sweet old lady is trying so hard to like, use new age technology and the thing is is that technology is just going to get even more and more progressive it's just going to expand and get even more insane and i really would like to know how weird how old like i mean i already feel like an old lady with technology right now when i'm only 38 yeah and i feel like this is a common thing that a lot of people feel but was just not discussed or talked about yeah and you know i kind of felt like i got left behind 20 years ago so um, because I have 10 years on you. <laughs> I, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, oh Rudy my did the same thing. Like, I'm I mean, like, he, oh my God, he went into the service. But you would, you would think by now, changed. particularly with the voice technology stuff that it would start to recognize, oh, Hey, they pause. That's probably a period or at least a comma. <laughs> right. But like, but also the thing too. I was too, like, but at like, the same time, it's like these younger generations. If you've ever like watched what they're spelling, they don't use punctuation anyway. No. <laughs> and they're always using doing the like by the ways but the btw BW. and then they're talking in like weird slang terms and you're just like i have no idea what the heck yeah. you're talking about i know it's like the, the young you know lady you're licking that... my head right now right <laughs> she's, she's like, literally licking my hair she's like you put lotion or something on i there. did not she <laughs> is just licking my every part of me but what <laughs> i started to say is like i have a 20 something that is doing my social media thank god because you know, Lord knows I might have the ideas for it. And I definitely like, you know, do the, uh, you know, here's the big idea. Just like create something around these things. But she goes and she does it. And she posted something the other day or she sent me the post the other day. And I was like, what is an IRL friend? <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. You figured it out before I did. I was like, uh, I, what starts with an N? Well, my developer oh, sent me maybe like Maybe that's like, maybe that's in real life. <laughs> but the fact that you figured that out was huge. I would just sit there and be like, I'm I have like, no idea what the hell is going on. Wasn't an IRL something? Wasn't that like a. I, it was a TV show. Was, was it a TV show? No. 
Like TRL. TRL. MTV. Remember? TRL. But isn't it? But what did that stand for? I don't even know that either. Tomorrow's Real Lethargic. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, know, I'm thinking like website stuff. Isn't there like an IRL something? I think there is, but I don't even know. But I was just like, IRL. What is that? You know what I like to do is like when the when my kids will like text me and they'll use their little like slang terminology. They only do it when it's in a group text, mm-hmm. and they only do it like Rudy does this thing where he stays up with the times of like the TikToks and that stuff because he wants to be able to communicate with our daughter. And so the two of them will go on a TikTok thing, banter back and forth. So they're just making these gestures or dances or like whatever. And then they're falling over dying. And I'm just sitting there like, I have no idea what the fuck you guys are doing. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not a thing. I just don't get it. And then, and I'm just like, can you explain to me? And they're like, uh, honey, it's a TikTok thing. And I'm just like, and they're happy because they've got their like little bonding thing. But then what, and it progresses because then it goes into when my oldest text, he'll, in the group text of, you know, all four of us together, mm-hmm. he'll start, you know, using more of the terms or, you know, I, I don't even know, like, what is drip or something like that? Like, there's words that mm-hmm. mean things that I don't know what they mean. And <laughs> it's really funny because he will, like, he'll use them more to, you know. Pull her in. Well, pull her in, but also because it's like the two of them are kind of ganging up that mom knows nothing type thing. <laughs> Which, so what they do is, like, when he sends me something, like, by the way, like, or he's, you know, and it's BTW, I'll be like, bullet, tacos, taco wreaths, or something. And I'll, like, I'll, like, I will, well, yeah, but, like, I come up with what I think it is. And I'll just say, like, a really funny thing. Like, I'll just be, I'll just make it up. Make up weird stuff. Yeah. You know, every so often, I, I... I have to, like, my nephew will be doing something. He's 11, 12 now. I don't even know. He's 11, I think. 11? Yeah, he's 11. Um, anyway, he'll he'll come out with stuff, and he'll be saying something over and over and over again, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? And he's like, butter dog. And I'm like, butter dog? What the heck is butter dog? And so I literally go Google it, and usually it takes me to something, like, random on, you know, Instagram or... <laughs> I feel like you should be in the images section <laughs> of Butter Dog. Whatever. But so, so Butter Dog was this, like, it was this reel that was on there, and it was like these guys, and they put, you know, somehow the dog had gotten butter on his head, and then it became a thing where people were putting pads of butter on their dog, <laughs> but they kept playing this guy's voice over it and said over. Butter Dog. Butter Dog. <laughs> so then it becomes. And it becomes like a thing, right? Yeah. You know, it was, it was just like, okay. How did the dog get butter? I do have I do have I do have to say that like the one thing I like about TikTok is it makes me love humanity again. Yeah. You've said that before and I think that I I, I get that. I yeah. get I, I actually haven't been on TikTok. I just I don't I don't spend time on there. I mean like I, I go the whole the, week, I don't even go on there once. And then but and I, then but if I do, I lo- I'm stuck. Yeah, I do catch myself on Instagram though, going through some of the reels and just getting giggles, particularly the puppies and some of the other stuff that just Well and a lot of oh those my gosh, they make a, lot me laugh. Of, a lot of those reels came mm-hmm. are from like TikTok that they that put, they pull yeah, over on Exactly. Instagram. Yeah. Right. Because of course they end up on all all things. But you get a lot but you but thing the thing that bothers me about technology today is the time that I feel gets wasted. Right? Like you get lost and stuck in a cloud of just like I I, mean, I almost mindless chatter. Yes. 
Right. It's fun, but it's just mindless chatter. Right. That distracts you from your own existence. existence. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Jinx. Well, you know, one, two, three, four, and five, six. Buy me a Coke or something. Yeah. Jinx Coke, give me a Coke. That's yeah. the old one. Oh, jeez. That actually makes a lot more sense than my stupid, my stupid 80s child that I am. Good God. Poke, give me a Coke. Yeah, Jinx Poke, give me a Coke. That actually makes a lot more sense. <laughs> and some of you Why do these stupid generations think they can just outdo the previous one? They I should was, just give up. <laughs> just give up. It's like some of the young listeners are like, what? And some of the others are like rolling laughing because they're remembering like something from sixth grade or <laughs> makes me sad is it makes me think that like there are things that kai will be completely oblivious to he will never actually understand like what a payphone is right right like he'll see these weird you know things and he'll just be like well what is that box right why is superman changing clothes in a box (laughs) (laughs) who just put these random boxes all over the city right for superman to change into right why are these random it's like, like were those just for superman were they portals <laughs> do they go do they, do they help teleport you right is it a tardis <laughs> seriously that is that is kai's new favorite word he uses teleport a lot teleport oh he fantastic. does he does use teleport a lot that's a big word for it six-year-old yeah, right well but the thing is, I mean, is he a, actually understands the yeah. logistics of it right. and the, what i'm really liking is a lot of the kids shows today are teaching these kids the terminology of things that things that we discuss on a regular that are more spiritually energetically inclined right and all of these kids are speaking that language the problem that i'm noticing and i'm not really sure it's a problem i think it's more of their process or their developmental their their life experience is that their parents are fully out of check like they're not aware so they don't they're still living in old school behaviors not evolving and then their kids very gifted and so and it's there, there's that disconnect in conversation. Yeah. And so I've, I've noticed that a lot, but I really, really thoroughly enjoy, like, a lot of these kids do not have the hindrances that we had. Oh, absolutely. Which is amazing. You know, and I, and I, I really I hate feel, them a little, but I love them. Yeah. I, just, I love, I love that. Yeah. I feel, I feel really blessed that the life path that I chose allowed me to still have that exploration of creativity right that got lost by so many of um you know the people of my generation that went corporate america that you know had to be regimented very regimented and they're in their box magic is gone from their life they can't even you know process what harry potter much less a port key is or when they think i still want a port key by the way right that would be so cool (laughs) i don't even care what it is you know (laughs) Give me a porky. Just give me a porky. Yes. <laughs> Need to teleport to other lands and Just dimensions. Want to teleport to wherever. Yeah. <laughs> Make travel so much faster. But it's very cool, though. I mean, like they—they they really do. They have all these move, like all the movies that are coming out and talking about multiverse and all these different things. They get educated on these things to a certain level. Now, how it's being presented a lot of time is always in the make believe, right? Right, and it's not really harnessing in it's not fine-tuning on their intuitive gifts and like teaching them of that 
that issue. But it does light. I do notice that the movies, even though they're presenting it like a fairy tale or whatever, or, you know, the made up story. But what they do, the result is it sparks something within the person. And it like the belief is there and the truth is there. And then and it's like the viewers of these movies are very much seeing like, wow, this really hits me like this resonates with me. And I think that's why so many of these films are so successful because it's like truth coming out. It's just how do you how do you bridge the gap? Mm. I I really think that like, you know, the more that we play in that, the more that we expand our existence, the more that we expand our consciousness, the more they're going to be able to discover when it comes to the field of quantum physics. Right. It's like, this is where I get really nerdy and people get lost. But at the same time, it's kind of like... It has to be discussed. All of that, you know, it's like, it's very... I was actually just thinking about this before you got here and I kind of discussed it on my... Um, in my coursework yesterday. But it's like as far back as like 2,500 years ago when they started writing about Chinese medicine, it's like they've had the theories around stuff that sounds very much like basic quantum physics, right? Mm -hmm. Where they're talking about, you know, we're not just physical, but we're also energetic. Right. Right. And, and that duality of, is it in the unseen or is it this physical thing that we see? It is present throughout all of their teachings and their coursework when it comes to, you know, being an acupuncturist. Right. Right. But at the same time, it's like, there is nothing in science yet Mm -hmm. that can cross that gap into the human physiology because when they're studying quantum physics, like, I know I'm kind of... No, 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 I'm totally into what you're saying. But it's like when they're studying quantum physics, the only way that they can look at particles at this time, because our science and technology is not progressed enough, enough, is in a very, very cold, dry environment that is contained. It has to be very contained, very cold, and very dry. Right. Where humans are wet damp and definitely not controlled yeah we're messy (laughs) right we're a little scrambled it's not just humans i mean it's like it's any biological being right Right. that you know it's wet it's damp it's uh i and for the most part warm right Right. especially compared to the cold that i'm talking about that they're doing these particle experiments in right i think when they figure out how to expand beyond the tiny box the physical (laughs) Right? right, you know what, and I, I, I literally mean like the box that they're looking Working. at particles yeah. in, right? right, or the, even the particle accelerator is still a box, you know, so that they right. can keep it contained. Um, you know, it's like when they figure out how to view beyond that, I think we'll have this explosion of understanding right. where science and medicine will, you know, be completely blown out of the water and something new will exist. Do you think that that will be willingly shared? Or do you think there will be people that will want to silence that new science or that new discovery? Of course, there's going to be the disbelievers and the ones that are like, y'all are crazy. You know, stay over there and do your weird stuff because, well, that's not real science. We've got the real science over here where we're cutting people open. Yeah. Right. Well, see, well, and and that to me is like, it's like the thing that I like about truth is when the truth presents itself it's out it there's there's no going back it's just it's there there's no denying it and i don't really think when people are denying truth or at least adverse adverse like they're having an adverse reaction to the 
the truth presentation or whatever. I don't even really know what words those are that I just put together, but apparently they <laughs> put a sentence of some kind. Um, I think maybe. Hold on, I'm turning into the grandma. Like <laughs> period. <laughs> Next thought. Period. Next thought. Right, 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 right. Yeah, is that me? Are you talking back? Yay! <laughs> but what I what I think is so interesting is like when that's all going on and people are in their like state of denial, it's because their brain is resistant to change, resisting to some, like understanding a concept that's outside of their comfort zone. You know, it's usually, it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, we've got all of these bad things happening in the world and, you know, like, you know, with the human trafficking and, you know, the this pedophile, crazy children, crappy people. And it's like, you know, it's not that these things didn't aren't happening. It's just the fact that people are in their comfort zone of, you know, not being aware of it, that they, you know, it's a disbelief. They, it's like, even though the truth comes out, there's still disbelief because it's shocking. And I totally, my heart goes out to people in their process of discovery because it, it can throw you through the trenches and it can be so like, no, what, well, I can't accept this. I can't da, 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 da. And then you become resistant. And my thing is, is that if somebody is becoming massively resistant, there's bigger issues. I, I don't necessarily know that it's, it's just part of their process, right? Right. So there was a kind of a story that talked about something along those lines that, that I heard years and years ago. And it was basically that... You know, back before we landed on, you know, the continent of America. Right. Right. You know, we had ships or whatever. Right. So we were coming over in ships. But the Native Americans would look <laughs> we at the We were coming ocean. over in we ships. coming over in ships. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? Ships, not ships. shits. <laughs> not shits. Ships. Yeah. We were coming over in ships. <laughs> but but the quick. Native Americans would look out at the water and they wouldn't see them. Hmm. They just would not see them because they had never seen anything like that. It didn't exist in their... Uh, minds vocabulary because right? these big ships were it, not a thing where they they didn't exist like they just didn't see them right until somebody who was more aware that was like i don't know what that is but that's something different right right it's like it took one person's awareness to be like do you see that do you see that oh my gosh what is that right and the people around them were like we don't see anything what are you talking about because it was so out of their box, understanding out of their understanding right and so one of the things that I love about, you know, that they've come out with all the comic book movies and stuff like that, you know, quantum physics is not new. Mm-hmm. The theories that we were talking about, they're not new. They've Mm-mm. been around for a while. It's just they can't get them any further than where they are because they're kind of stuck with technology, right? right. It's like we haven't progressed far enough to really do that. But in the in the movie Thor, the first movie Thor. Yeah. You know, when he lands and, you know, one of the things that he says to the scientists is like, you know, basically i'm paraphrasing because i don't remember exactly but it's like what you perceive as magic is just science to us right right so it's like their their culture their way of being their you know superhero-ness actually came from you know advanced understanding technology of not just technology but advanced understanding of what's happening principles of quantum physics like that you can actually you know, that we could potentially actually fly. We just have to understand how to move the particles of energy around us. Well, and that's the thing is that there's too many, like coincidences are not coincidences. And 
when you're having the same creative idea as someone across the other planet, then you're pulling it from the same collective to which, you know, like you're, you're feeding off of that same energetic portal that's giving that messaging. And it's like, that's, that's a great thing because mm. I think a lot of times we get so like our ego, you know, gets in the way and it's like, okay, when we're learning something new or having new key concepts, it kind of blows your mind and you feel like it's, it's like we sit there trying to build ourselves up being our high horse of like, I'm like almighty, powerful, smart person, da, 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 go about my day. But then we still have our like human insecurities, right? Right. And I feel like sometimes what this un- understanding is really the fact that the resistance of admitting we don't know. Right. And it's the attack. Like, I feel like it's, we feel like it's our ego is being attacked because we don't know or understand. Right. And it's really not. It's just embrace the now, embrace the change, embrace the discovery. It's exciting. Right. It's fun. And instead, we have people have panic attacks everywhere because they're like, oh my God, feelings. Like, and it's just like, <laughs> you're like, catch up. Come on, come on. We've gotten like, we, we are We're working we, on other stuff now. <laughs> we have so Seriously. much more stuff to do. Right. We, it's just, like, be the observer of those feelings. Feel Stop the pulse. in them. Right. Yeah. To feel the pulse and move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, feel it. It kind of does weird things in your body. But, you know, speaking of that, like, and kind of taking a couple of steps back before I... Um, you know, is like, so when it comes to quantum physics, there's a, a theory about entanglement, right? So mm-hmm. every time that one of us has a thought that we think is a unique thought, there's somewhere, somewhere else someone somewhere else on the planet having the exact same thought at the exact same time. Right. And if you go out there and start researching it, what happens and why people get all insecure and like, well, that was a dumb thought because somebody else has already had it. Guess what? Lots of people had it all at the same time because we're all entangled in one way or another. And just because you, you know, have this brilliant, like, wow, where did that come from? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And I am so speaking smart, you know? Which, but even you, though it didn't really then, come from me, and then but you whatever. Go, and then yeah. you go look at, you go look it up and you're like, yeah, I, I'm not that smart. Somebody else got there first. Yeah. Right. Well, and so it's, it's like, it takes negative, your ego right? down. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't mean that you're not, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not all that, but it's just going to like, come on, check your ego and do your research because whatever thought it was that you had was valid for your situation at the time. Right. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it was. and I, well, and that's so funny because, like, with even with with Mays, like when she, like she when I start, I love her, watching her face when I'm coming through understanding different levels of my consciousness. Like, and it's like when I start, I'm like, oh my god, okay, energy energy versions of myself on other dimensional planes and then I can piggyback and borrow energy from myself when I need it or blah blah like whatever and I'm like you know and I start getting these concepts but my favorite thing is just her admiring smile of oh come child to the other side like you know like she just makes this very good baby very very good come Come. She's such an amazing old soul. Right. Exactly. And she's so patient about it. You know what I mean? Where I, like, if I was her, I'd be smacking the shit out of people being like, get on top of the page. Like, I don't know how she does that. Right. And, you know, it's like, I, she I think people's like, probably a bad and, thing. you know, maybe this is my ego speaking, but I feel like I'm a pretty good educator. But when it comes to being a coach and having the patience to like really sit and walk somebody through something, it's like, I have other people that have that patience more than I do right which because otherwise I'm like because otherwise I'm like come on come on come on come on here's what here it is this is what it is by right. the way wait right. wait wait no 
Oh, I know you don't think that's what it is, but guess what? That's it, what it, is. it is. What it is. Yeah. <laughs> Which you do that to me. But that's in that we're allowed to do. You're allowed to do that to me because we're friends. But like, but it's so funny because I have the patient. Like I know where my place is. Is dealing with the people that are slowly getting into their feet. Yeah. And slowly figuring things out and piecing it together for them and dropping things when needed to be heard, but not giving them the whole enchilada. Right. And so like, and I'm really good at that. It's like, you know, it's like a manipulative craft in a positive sense. You know what I'm saying? Like in all the best ways, but I don't have all of the education and I don't have all of the, like you have more of that than I do. Well, here's, here's and, the thing about which I which I appreciate because then it's like, hey, I can run things past you, and then it's like I get to go through like a filtering funnel process where I can be like, hey, this is where my mind, and then you're like, okay, but then add this, and then add this, and da 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 da, and I'm like, okay, and then this more, like, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not, but that, that, but that's ego say, going down over something, say, yeah, but it's not about you know, it's it's not about not being smart, right? smarts has nothing to do with anything other than how quickly we process something. And some people just process things faster than others. When it comes to education, it's like, for me at least, to to be able to heal myself, I wasn't getting the answers I need, so I kept looking for answers. Right. And I would take what works and I'd leave the rest. And I'd keep looking for answers and I'd keep looking for answers. Which is how people should live their lives. Which is, you know, how I've gotten to where I am is because I had to... Yeah. Because I wasn't getting the answers that I needed to help myself. Right. Right. Uh, And the more that I know, the more clear I am that I will never, ever, ever know everything. And that the more I don't know. Right. The more I know, the more clear I am of how much I don't know. Right. (laughs) Right. Because everything like spirals off into more and more and more. And some of deeper, it, deeper. no one knows. Yeah, but that's, but I mean, like, that kind of reminds me of the freaking, like, a black hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, once you go down the rabbit hole, it just keeps going. And there's so much more. But, like, we weren't supposed to know everything. We were supposed to explore. commune. We were supposed to explore and commune with all those people around us to Im- to harness and carry each other. And it's like... I don't know if technology is creating more of that or less of that. I think it's just changed because we're used to when technology didn't exist, people could only be in community and know themselves as having something in common with the people in their town. The people that right. they, you know, were in. This is how we do things. Within a five mile radius because yeah. they could get to church, you know, on Sunday right. or whatever it was. Where what we have now, you know, since the invention of the internet is like literally people are being able to find truly like-minded individuals, whatever that is, all over the world. And so your community may be, you know, 50 people that live in 50 different countries. Which, which I think is fascinating, right? It, right. it, it completely and totally changes the definitions that we had of culture that we had of, you know, any of it. And so... I do like. I the, find like kind the, of the I, more challenge. It's like I think that you know all of the flare up around you know race and around all of the stuff that we've seen in the last couple of years. 
it's not that that doesn't still exist. I it am does. sure it, it, yes, it absolutely, absolutely it does. does. And there are it's people, always going to. There are people that are treated unfairly for all kinds of things. But at the same time, it's like we also have, I feel like, you know, when you're talking about that resistance, Mm -hmm. it's like when we start expanding, there's always that you bump up against the edges of the bubble and you're like, wait, wait, I can't go there. Nope, nope, nope. That's not how things have always been done. How are we going to do this different? And there's always going to be that resistance to something else. Absolutely. And so I think that the flare-ups that we see that feel like they're taking us backwards in time right. actually have more to do with we're bumping up against that expansion of consciousness as a whole. Right. And people are are, are having that resistance. And well, and that's the thing is like, you know, and I'm sorry, but sometimes you're just a dick. It's not about what color you are. Sometimes you're just a dick. Yeah. Like, and people don't like you. Yeah. And and it's kind of like maybe you need to go self reflect on why you got treated that way or or should I say got offended assuming that you were being being biased against like so right. that you you were selected of being biased like my husband you know it's it's interesting because like I've been seeing some of the ways that people talk and you know like there you know there's been suppression like oh no not suppression oppression like conversation professors giving, you know, have giving lectures on oppression and da 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 and explaining all this stuff. And I, you know, I had someone say to me one time, they're like, oh, I had no idea that that's what it was like for them. And they, and they, they were a white person referring to a colored person, like colored people in general. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked at her and I was like, I don't, think I know what the hell you're talking about hold on let me let me reference my husband like so because you know because he's a colored man so sure enough he just he goes I go hey honey I was like do you wake up feeling oppressed every day and he's like I don't have time for that fucking shit I gotta go to work like (laughs) and then I'm just like and then I just kind of went back it's like oh no that's not that's not that like, yeah. like it's, you know, and it's just like, you can't live in your body constantly feeling. And I feel like, I feel like sometimes when people are promoting that kind of biasness or that negative, narrow-minded thinking, not only is it, con- people don't realize it's controlling the individual because mm-hmm. they're having a narrow-minded perspective. They're not being as open. They're focusing and targeting specific things and they almost become obsessed of changing everything. Right. Um, to the point of where it's like, dude, you know, a lot, I do understand that like, r- like racism ends up being a learned behavior. It ends up being a learned behavior. Children don't think about color. They sit and play on the playground and constantly like, they don't know the different dress yes they right. don't care what color she like is. they do the boys they they're with yeah. the boys they're with the girls they're playing they're doing all the things they they don't think about well color. And now you can't even say the girl in the yellow dress <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you have to double check yeah, yeah just like yeah well but you have to say the person in the yellow dress i just yeah i just don't i don't even bother <laughs> i don't bother with any of that and i told my daughter right away just stop just stop just stop. like just stop like, doing it you know because i mean like she her and her friends were hanging out and you know and they're you're like i'm just like no i just not gonna go there we're not gonna dive into the semantics of things and i just told her i was like you know what you just need to exist if someone's getting offended you're obviously triggering something within themselves it's not of your intent and they should like if they have backlash it's because they're going through their process you're right. not it's not coming from a bad place my son plays with everyone like my son does not even realize that when he's playing soccer and he goes up and he kind of like ha ah, to the other teammate that's not on his team 
And then he doesn't understand that that kid's like, why is that kid up in my grill? Like, you know, like, and it's because he doesn't, I was like, the kid doesn't know that you like everybody. Like, he doesn't, like, he's just like, children, friends, people, I love them. Like, you know, and he doesn't, he doesn't know anything else because we haven't taught that. We haven't taught separation. We haven't taught single-mindedness. But it's sad that, you know, he is at that age where, you know, six, seven is where people really start to develop those oh i am separate oh i can't be me oh i can't behave in such and such way yeah you know because that's because of you know other people are like or school or school, school. i mean it's like that's when teaching they start kids to having, live in a box that's when they start having those experiences of like oh well why why is that kid acting weird you know because i went Bleh. yeah <laughs> Right. Well, mine's oblivious. Yeah. Like, completely That's oblivious. Good. So, he's like, yeah. so it, he didn't even notice that the kid freaked out. Yeah. Like, at all. And then I had to go, hey, guess what? Um, he's on the opposite team, so he actually doesn't realize that you're friends, and he doesn't know you. Like, yeah. like there might need to be an introduction before you go, what? Into somebody's face. But who am I to say? Like, I don't. Or not. I don't. I say all the things. I don't even. I'm like, whatever. Oh it's fine. I'm unfiltered on a regular. Maybe you got it from me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. That's I, what it is. It's all good. It's all good. All yeah, it's things. all part of the, you know, it's all part of life experiences. And he'll sort it out in his 20s or not. <laughs> or not. Or not. Or not. When, my, when, it, when it goes back to like all the, you know, the race, the learned behavior of, of racism, the thing that I kind of look at it is like most of the people that are still perpetuating a lot of that bullshit, they're going to die out. They're all dying out. And then there's, yes, there is some lingering. There's some lingering because of the, you know, the people they were surrounded and they got influenced. But we're always going to have that. Like, it's not going to go away. Well, and I, you know, it it is a cultural thing, right? And there's starting to be more and more of a separation of culture, right? Right. And when I say that, it has nothing to do with the color of someone's skin. It has more to do with, like I was talking about, you know, Who's your circle of friends? How are they influencing you? Right. Because it doesn't matter. I mean, there's every color, nationality, whatever in my circle of friends, but they all think on, you know, a higher perspective. They're, you know, thinking they're not of focusing how we on division. are all on they're not one, focusing and they're not on focusing on division. They're not focusing on our differences. They're not focusing, they're focusing, on, focusing fear. on similarities, right? But then you've still got that guy, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what color he is. Nope. But he's... I, you know, twice my size, you know, yeah. or maybe not twice, yeah, probably twice my size, right? You know, but he's a good foot taller than me and massive muscular, and he's going to come up to me at a random place and proposition me for sex. There you go. And it's like, like I said, in that moment, yes, I'm going to notice his color. I'm yeah. going to notice his eye color. I'm going to look him straight in the eye and I'm going to say, no, thank you. Yeah. And if you don't get it and you start calling me a racist because I said no, yeah, that's not sometimes my you're just problem. a dick. You're just sometimes you're just a dick, <laughs> right? It's like no, no, I no to anybody. I don't care how tall, how short, how cute, how not, how whatever you are. Yeah. the answer is just no, right? Don't <laughs> proposition me and call it a day. Well, it, you know, better yet, you know, don't you have a mom and a grandma and a sister? Yeah, the, that. That like learn me, how to treat yeah. people. You don't. You're not that. Yeah. When you're when you're grotesque in behavior, 
why would you think that you're not going to get a grotesque response? Right. Right? Like, because we have the right to defend ourselves and stand up for ourselves and create our healthy boundaries. So, and just say no. Right. So why, like, and I feel like a lot of times people, you know, they don't, they're people pleasers and they don't want to upset people and they're trying to be polite. But like when you get pushed over the line, you have to be firm and you have to say, oh, uh, no, this is not welcome here. Nice try. And it's funny because like, I don't really have a lot of people that ever speak inappropriately to me, like at all, actually. I, I don't. I don't seem to have them in my client list. I don't even attract those type, those type of people are not magnetized to me. And so I think it's always interesting because my husband living in his corporate world and constant interaction of, you know, entertainment and fun and, you know, all the drama that comes with, you know, in a business and with dealing with young kids and of all ages, you know. He sees a lot of just bad behavior, just very hurtful, terrible behavior. And so I think sometimes for him, he's almost doesn't believe that I tell him everything, which I do. I tell him everything. But like, you're like, I just live in this bubble that we have. I do. I live in my. Yes. I don't have that kind of stuff. I don't have those issues. It doesn't exist in my world. Right. Because I don't (laughs) welcome it. Right. And that's the thing is like my energy, I put up, I want more connections. I want engagement. I want more happy people. Like I want more supportive and people wanting to explore and learn and grow and doing those things. And so I tend to gravitate towards people that are very similar mindset. And what ends up happening is it's you know, it ends up being nice because it's like we don't have to do some of the semantics of crap. But like it's sad. I, to me, it's sad for him because, you know, I'm sure that there are times where he just thinks I don't tell him if some, that someone, you know, propositioned me. Well, no, no one's done that because I don't welcome it in my space. space. Yeah. And and I think it's really important for people to really like, like today was a really great example. You know, like here... um, my husband gets up and he like he's knocked out because he's exhausted from work or whatever. And, you know, he like, you know, it's like he was kind of cute. So there's some hanky panky or whatever. But like, so I was like, oh, hi, good morning, like whatever. And so and then he's just like he sends me a text later in the day and he's like, honey, like, man, you really started my day off great because like now everything's falling into place. And I just and I called him as soon as he texts that and I was like, no, honey, your mindset is what got everything going in the right direction. It's because you project. I was like, do you think maybe when you go into work, instead of thinking the next fire that's fire hazard that's going to happen or the next massive explosion of employees just being disgruntled, like instead of projecting out this negative, like the shit's going to hit the fan on oh, what the fuck now, da, 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 like that kind of mindset why don't we start with, this is going to be a fucking great day. This is yeah. going to be awesome. Like, let's do it. Like, and, and I really want him to start understanding that that kind of projection starts to level up and starts heightening the vibration and starts attracting that those good vibes. Then your people start feeling those good vibes. It picks them up and, and all of that concept. Because I want yeah. him to understand that when you're 
perceiving something that hasn't occurred yet, even when it's your insecurity that's worried about it, well, yeah, now now the shit is going to hit the fan. Like, you just gave it a welcome path in. You yeah. opened the door you for the shit. You opened the door and said, come on in. Yeah. Yeah. Shit doors. That's shit what we doors. should call this episode. <laughs> shit doors. Quantum physics and shit doors. <laughs> I like that. Porkies. And, li- <laughs> and, and licking my scalp. Like, <laughs> dog licking scalps. At least shit it doors. Wasn't your cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Said at least it wasn't your cleavage. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ever since she was a little puppy, it's like, I, I think that the, the first foster that had the, the the litter of puppies when they were born, because Amiko um, was actually kind of a failure to thrive baby. She was getting pushed out and not getting fed and, you know, basically would have starved to death had, you know, the foster not like literally picked her up and bottle fed her. Well, she would put her like <laughs> right in between her right between right in the between her girls and feed her, feed her with a bottle. So oh she God. grew up like you know nestled burrowed nestled into nipples into, <laughs> nestled into this woman's cleavage. And so ever oh since she was a puppy, it's like she just likes to be like all cuddled up right there. And you're just like, okay, no, 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 don't be a cleavage licker. Yeah, yeah don't be a cleavage. Licker. <laughs> all right, maybe we just go with. <laughs> Cleavage liquor and shit doors. <laughs> shit doors and cleavage liquors. I like the fact that you added the southern twang. Because that just was really icing on the cake right there. The whole thing. Like, those are things I cannot say and sound and make it sound so elegant and pretty. You know, because I got my Chicago it. accent in here and it... See, mm. this is what happens. It's like, you know, this is why you don't get me too tickled because then the accent comes out or don't send me around family because the accent comes out and definitely don't give me alcohol because the, the accent, accent comes out. out. <laughs> I used to have my, so a lot of people don't know that I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. And they know it when I say Louisville because we don't say Louisville and we don't say Louisville. It's Louisville. Like, that's just how it is, right? What's funny is that I do have a tendency when I get around other people that have a southern twang that it can pop out. Like, it's almost like it's so natural that it just pops, it just comes right out, like, no problem. Mm-hmm. But then I haven't, someone said, like, said, I don't really have an accent because I don't talk like a Chicagoan, which you, I can when you th- say things like backpack. Like, when you say backpack, backpack, like, backpack. like, you can't, I can't avoid it, right? Like, so, but like, but it's so funny because, quack, quack. It, yeah, backpack, right? So, the funny part is, is that like, you know, not really having that uh, dis- definitive accent towards like a certain area, it's like, but then when I was in college, it was either if I was extremely exhausted or extremely pissed off. (laughs) So if I, like, but can you imagine being so pissed off that a southern twang pops out? (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, while you're, (laughs) you get it. I was going to say, not only does the southern accent pop out, but the farm analogies do too. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what I wanted to, I've always wanted to be like, glistening like a hustle on a butterbee. Like, like is but i just say i really would like to know these i want to know these you want to learn these things i know like you know like when people are like 
It's as, it's as pretty as a peach pie gobbler day. Like, <laughs> so, like, mine are not that nice. I know. <laughs> Somebody teach me these things. Why haven't I learned them yet? Why? Why Why does my brain, like, remember things instead of just making up my own words? Words. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us on Embracing the Wild. We hope you go out and embrace your inner wild. No cat sounds now?